As a solopreneur, you're likely looking for a lot of different ways to grow your business quickly. You want to get your name out there and really turn this from a side business into a full one. Or maybe you quit your regular job to do this and now it's really time to get the ball rolling. The good news is that even as a solopreneur, it's possible to quickly grow your business. And in this episode 60 of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, Devon and I are going to share three tips to help you do that and find solopreneur success. Welcome to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Uncompromising Coaches Group. Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Are you trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones? If so, then we are here to talk to you. For those looking to reclaim their entrepreneurial birthright, this is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue your purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. I am Coach Jimmy G, Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., and I am joined by my co-host, the Leadership Docents, also known as Devon Watch Jr. Hey, how's it going, uh, entrepreneurs? Matter of fact, for um, for this episode, call me a 10K trade. Uh, <laughs> 10K trade, because we are happy to celebrate the fact that um, the podcast has hit the 10,000 download mark. So thank you to our repeat listeners who have helped us achieve that. Um, obviously, we wouldn't be here without you. And for our new listeners, uh, take that as a sign of endorsement yes. of the hotness that we provide, the heat, the edutainment that we provide on the Uncompromising Entrepreneurial Podcast. If you wonder where the trade comes from, you got to go back and listen. There's references in there. If you're curious about the writing and the voice on the intro, that's your boy. There's a lot of stories there. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling like 10K Trey uh, on this episode. Uh, given our new achievement. Devon Watts, a.k.a. 10K Trey. I love it. <laughs> a.k.a. Trey Deuce. All right. So, yes, we are very excited, and I will double down on the thank you and appreciation to all of our listeners uh, for our first time and maybe last time listeners. Hopefully this won't be your last time. Uh, but if you are one of our new or loyal listeners, please uh, join in the celebration. Feel free to rate and review this podcast uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, we'd love for you to like this video and subscribe to our channel and then share with another entrepreneur who you know will gain absolute benefit from the edutainment and the hotness, which is an uncompromising entrepreneur podcast. Uh, we have been really discussing uh, over the last few weeks in our series of solopreneur success, a few different ideas. We, we started the month of September uh, by talking about Really, the difference between an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, uh, and then four benefits of being a solopreneur. Uh, on the last episode, which was episode 59, we talked about four ways to turn your side hustle into a solopreneur business. Uh, and as mentioned in the intro, in episode 60, we really want to focus on three ways. Now that you've made the decision, yeah, I want to turn this side hustle into a solopreneur business, or I want to jump in there and truly become a solopreneur, we're going to break down three quick tips that will help you grow your solopreneur business fast and quick, but also effectively. Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it. I've um, gotten a lot of really good feedback, too, um, for folks that may not have listened to, to the most recent Cold Brew and Convo uh, episode, mm -hmm. uh, where we kind of broke down the 10 top side hustle side gigs that you can monetize very quickly. Got a lot of really great feedback and response um, to that episode specifically. 
So, um, again, if you are t still toying around with the idea of, like, where to start, definitely check out that. Check out episode 59 and then press play on this because once you figure out how you're going to, what side hustle you're going to pursue and how to start, we're going to tell you how to scale it here very quickly over these next 45, 50 minute breakdown. So, uh, I'm ready to get into it. Yes, sir. So you see building blocks, ladies and gentlemen, building blocks is what we're providing again, uh, on your journey to solopreneur success. So in the last episode, again, we discussed four ways to turn your side hustle into a solopreneur business. One of those ways uh, and tips that we provided was to create your network. Uh, so we really wanted to start off and in these three tips to grow your solopreneur business quickly, we want to circle back and talk about that, right? So now that you've taken the step to create your network, the first tip that we want to provide you is to start to truly then build that network out. So anyone who is looking to grow their business and see results will know the importance of creating and then building up that network. It's, it's imperative. You need a good network, including potential clients, industry leaders, and a host of other groups of individuals that are going to be there to help you. I encourage you do not avoid adding someone to your network just because they're not a potential customer or because the industry doesn't necessarily seem to, to relate to yours. You never know, right? So the more people you meet, uh, and we'll talk about this probably in another episode, right? But we also teach this in our program uh, from purpose to profits is also telling your story. So the more opportunities you have to tell your story and in doing so, get to know people, share value with them and build that network, of course, the better that it's going to be for you. Um, these individuals, again, even if they're not directly connected to your your industry, they can still provide you with a wealth of knowledge about just getting started. We're all solopreneurs or entrepreneurs. So building that network and meeting other individuals that have taken similar steps will, again, be a huge benefit to you as you're looking to grow your solopreneur business quickly. Um, many times they might even send you over potential clients if they think that it's going to be a good fit for you. Um, I think about uh, Rico, you know, who several months ago, as he was kind of starting to jump into uh, an opportunity like Clubhouse, right? And that's a, a great way to to build your network. You know, he was meeting people, taking those conversations offline, and then actually referring people to us, right? So as you build your network, you'll find yourself in opportunities where people may start to refer you potential clients. Uh, it's just so beneficial to you and to others in your network to form those connections. Uh, that is truly, right, one of the, the new currencies as well is connection. The more you build connections, the more you build your network, uh, the, the better off you're going to be. And again, that is a sure way to grow your business, but grow your solopreneur business quickly. Yeah, I love the fact that you highlighted like not being afraid to bring folks into your network, mm -hmm. even if they aren't potential clients. I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, when we get started, you know, we start a social media page or, um, you know, uh, we join some of these groups. The first thing we do is we try to identify the folks that we need to sell to. Right. Like who are the potential people? How am I marketing to them? How am I reaching out to them? And, and we're thinking about this tool of social media and connection as a one-sided one-way um you know interaction or conversation or um advertisement kind of commercial as opposed to using it as a tool to facilitate conversation 
right, to be able to facilitate conversation. And you can glean even more about the best way to approach potential clients or how to identify potential clients by building out a network that also includes folks that may be in your industry, folks that may not be in your Mm -hmm. industry, but are walking a similar path as an entrepreneur and learning from what they're doing. Actually, that's one of the things that I love the most about our Purpose of Profits program, the fact that we've been able to coalesce a group of entrepreneurs from different industries and backgrounds, you know, folks who are in the service space or the hospitality space, the tech space, the creative entertainment space. And while they are all walking a little bit of a different path, there are things that are similarities or overlap that folks are able to glean from one another. Um, And we wouldn't have had that mindset if we hadn't already experienced the benefit ourselves of having a network that comprised of folks that were not in the same space as we were, but were walking some of the same challenges or the same walks that we were. So um, I think that's super, super powerful uh, tip. Like you have to be able to accelerate how quickly you build your network. Um, You talked about connection being one of the most valuable currencies we have. Um, And um, I know our listeners may have heard us mention this before, but your network definitely is your net worth uh, in terms of what that gives you access to, who that gives you exposure to, and what that can mean for being able to put the accelerant uh, on your business. Just because they may not be in the same industry, they may have a need for a service that applies to your industry and through that connection not only are you learning about their walk but now you're starting to build out this again diverse network of folks from different walks of life um, that can connect with one another have the symbiotic relationship and even you know uh, potentially you know drive referrals because you have these relationships so um, I just think it's extremely extremely important that's a really really good call out that you had Um, and a huge tip for um, how to effectively build out your network. But yes, that that is the number one uh, tip that we have for you. The the second one, right? And it's a good segue from building your network to then taking that opportunity to share your knowledge. Now, this is one of those things where, especially if you're just getting started, sometimes people have, uh, and I'm going to use this term only because I was having a conversation uh, about this with somebody earlier, they may have that imposter syndrome where you just, you don't feel as confident in your voice, but you have a skill set, you have knowledge. Tip number two to grow your solopreneur business quickly is to share your knowledge. Share what you know with folks, right? We say it all the time. Sharing is caring. Share the podcast. Share the YouTube channel. um, Share the knowledge with other people. But you do that yourself, ma'am, sir, solopreneur, entrepreneur. Share your knowledge. Again, you have a wealth of knowledge available to you. Make sure that you are creating opportunities to share that with other people. The thing that will really position you for growth through uh, is what you do with all that knowledge that you do have. Uh, You can share a lot of your knowledge with your clients, of course, uh, and find so many other unique ways that are going to allow you to stand out from the crowd in order to position yourself as an expert in the field and help you get ahead. Um, So many different platforms. You can start off by, I'll say a couple and then, you know, uh, definitely want to hear your take on it. Um, You can share your knowledge on Facebook. Right. Uh, Through your personal profile, through creating a Facebook page or even as we've done, uh, creating your own Facebook group. 
uh, specifically for our men out there that are entrepreneurs and solopreneurs. We would love for you to join us uh, within our Facebook group, the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group. That is a way to have a private or a public group, again, where you can share your knowledge with others and hopefully even collaborate and learn from other people. Uh, another app, I mentioned Clubhouse earlier, another great opportunity to build your network. But while you're doing that, to share your knowledge as you are engaging and interacting in these conversations. TikTok, Instagram, whether we're talking about Reels, uh, YouTube Shorts, uh, there's a number of ways and platforms out there for you to be able to share your knowledge with a host of different individuals that can be your potential clients as you're really looking to share your message and hone in on that tribe that you're looking to connect with. Yeah, actually one of the most powerful um, you know, kind of tips that I saw in terms of good sales strategy or sales approach mm -hmm. uh, for an entrepreneur, and I think I came across this on um, the entrepreneurship thread on Twitter or something like that. Again, the power of building your network and being a part of a community. Um, but I, I thought that this was just so on point and it essentially was saying that the most effective sales strategy that you can deploy as a entrepreneur is to find a problem, provide the solution, right? Provide the solution for free and then charge people to be able to do it. What I mean by that is, you know, if you know folks are having issues, for example, like in our space, when it comes to starting a business or scaling their business as an entrepreneur, um, you know, we get on our platform and we are in a host of different places between Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn and then, you know, here or wherever you consume podcasts, YouTube. But we spend, you know, we offer up anywhere from an hour to two hours a week um, talking to entrepreneurs about how to solve some of these problems that exist for you as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And what that is doing is it's establishing credibility, it's establishing trust, it's establishing your, your voice and your expertise in the space, and then folks seek you out to be able to help them actually execute on the solution that you just gave them, right? The solution that you just gave them. And in fact, this, this podcast vehicle itself has been a huge catalyst for us being able to garner clients and people reaching out because they've heard something we've said or broken down. They're like, man, I listened to this episode, man, you were really breaking this stuff down. Da, da, da. I know I need help there, right? Can I get a consult? And then, you know, we've been able to um, monetize that and monetize those interactions. So there's just so much value in being able to share your knowledge, especially nowadays where before the, you know, kind of the curtain, the curtain of the, the, the curtain to the wizard has been lifted mm -hmm. with the, with the power of the internet. People can do their Googles. They can get on YouTube. They can get on TikTok. They can get on Instagram. They can get on Reels. You can go on TikTok and watch a quick, you know, one minute video of somebody breaking down, you know, a, a complicated concept into four simple digestible points. And that's how people are learning nowadays. And so when, you know, the old days where people would have this kind of blind faith and trust in an entrepreneur to say, all right, I don't know anything about it and I don't even know where to begin to get the information. And so you don't have to tell me everything. You're just telling me that you do this and maybe what I care about is word of mouth and, you know, reputations and referrals from other people. But you don't have to tell, actually show me anything or demonstrate your expertise. I'm just going to trust you. Well, that has completely changed. Mm -hmm. Now folks are, yeah, word of mouth is cool, but we also know that reviews can be bought, right? And um, testimonials can be bought. You know, 
Correct. Testimonials can be bought. So, nah, fam, what I need to do is I need you to show me your work. Right? I don't, I'm not just going to take the answer on the paper anymore. Show me the equation. Show me your work. Show me how you got there. There's this, this desire for hyper transparency, mm -hmm. um, as a consumer. And so you need to be able to respond to that as an entrepreneur. And the way you respond to that is by sharing your knowledge. The more that you can demonstrate your expertise in these spaces, all you're doing is, is further validating why the price is up for what you're offering, right? Why, what's the difference between us, the uncompromising entrepreneurial coaching group, the uncompromising coaching group, and other, you know, other business consultants? Well, fam, look at what we produce. Look at the content that we put out. Look at how often we talk about our expertise, our understanding, how we invest in this space. Now look at the competition. What are they giving out? Well, how are they demonstrating their knowledge? Oh, you can't find it. Oh, they don't do a podcast. They don't do a YouTube. They don't do YouTube. They're not um, on these social media spaces sharing openly this knowledge and this guidance. They don't really got a, a comprehensive website. Now you understand what you're getting for what you're investing. Um, and so this tip is not just effective for growing your business or building your, your solopreneurship endeavor quickly, but it's also an effective way to be able to justify um, what you're asking for in the marketplace. Like this is how you establish the value because what will inevitably happen, I'm, I'm, there's no escaping it. I'm here to level set with our entrepreneurs as they listen. There's no way to escape it. You're going to get a client who is going to challenge you on your rates. It's going to happen. They're going to ask the question. And, well, I could, yeah, I appreciate the quote, but I know so-and-so who, you know, they're willing to do it for $100 cheaper. All right. Okay. That sounds great. Awesome. Congratulations. Um, hopefully that works out for you. Um, now, if people get into the conversation, well, but why are you so much... But why are you, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars when so and so is two hundred? Honestly, uh, you don't even really have to answer that question if you've been doing a great job of sharing your knowledge. They already can can spot that. They can sense it. Oh, the expertise. I'm paying for the expertise. I'm paying for their 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 knowledge. I'm paying for their mastery of the subject. Their ability to do something. Um, I think. Uh, what was that? Uh, that saying, uh, or the story of the mechanic, you know, guy's car is broken. He goes to a mechanic to try and get it fixed. Mechanic looks at it. He's like, Hey man, this is going to take me about, um, three days, three, four days. He's like, man, I can't, I can't go three, four days without my car. I got to get to work. Da, 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 da. Right. So I'm going to find somebody else. Finds another mechanic. Hey man, I can do it for you. It's going to be about, uh, 500 bucks is going to take me man, maybe about two and a half days. Like, man, I can't afford to even go two and a half days without my car. Like I need it done right now. Another mechanic takes a look at it, says, all right, man, um, I can get it done for you in like about an hour or so. Oh, snap. Perfect, man. Like, um, how, how much, uh, it's going to run you probably about 1500 bucks, like 1500 bucks for an hour. This other guy was going to do it for 500 bucks. Yeah, but it's going to take them two and a half days, right? You're not paying for my time. You're paying for the time I invested to get to the point of mastery where I can fix this for you in an hour, <laughs> right? And that's what really people start to come to understand. The more that you feel comfortable and you're confident in sharing your knowledge in the space, they can then very quickly understand why the price is up and the price is stuck and why it's justified to be there. Because again, you're not paying for the time that I spend working on your specific project. 
You're paying for all the time I invested to be able to produce this quality in this time for your project. And my expertise is rare. To add to that, I would also say, you know, the possibility of the, the processes that I've set up as well that would allow for the efficiency to meet for me to be able to provide that level of excellence in that amount of time. All of those things are the reason why you're going to be able to stand out. So I mentioned at the beginning of, of this particular part that, you know, some people may feel uh, a lack of confidence or feel like they don't know enough to share. Again, I encourage you uh, to our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there. You do. You have knowledge. The other flip side, sometimes people say, well, man, I, I don't want to give everything away for free. If I'm giving out all this knowledge, then what are they actually going to pay me for? Now, it depends on your services and, and the products and things of that nature. Um, but most of the time, we're talking about you know more of a, of a, a service realm, especially for coaches, we can give out all this knowledge and there's really not many topics out there that you cannot figure out how to do, what to do on Google, YouTube, so many different platforms. The, the crux of the matter is it's not that I don't have the knowledge. It's just that I don't necessarily have the steps or the discipline to actually implement and do those things. So I need a coach that's going to help me somewhat hold my hand and hold me accountable to getting those things done. That's the other portion of, of what your potential clients are going to be paying for. So don't be nervous or scared that you're giving away all this information. And hopefully if you truly care, like you want to share that knowledge with people. You want to be able to help people and they will, they will reciprocate that love by maybe buying a lower cost product that you have. Um, and as you start to do that and get them into your funnel, if you have a coaching business or another product that is, again, at a much higher level, you'll continue to work them through that process uh, and then be able to, to build that trust and get them to truly like you to where they're going to see the benefit of not investing at a much higher level for whatever that product or service is that you have. And at that point, to, to what you said earlier as well, Devon, there's not there. I'm not going to have to sell you like all of that was taken care of over that process. So now, boom, you're ready to buy because I've shared my knowledge. I share what I can do. I shared all of the ins and outs of the product that I have and how it's going to help make your life easier. Now you've taken those steps, you invested, and it makes that whole that whole process that much simpler. Um, yeah. So actually, it was crazy mm -hmm. uh, not to uh, cut you off too much or interrupt, but um, I, I just wanted to make sure I left with this yeah. point too. Um, what's crazy is everything that you're you're saying and breaking down, bro. It reminds me back to that Jay Z line that we talked about. Um, off mic, and this is this is 100% the case for, so far. Our, our listeners, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, um, Jay Z, most recent verse on uh, Drake's album, Certified Lover Boy. He's breaking some stuff down like Jay Z always does because he's matured as a man and he's just in different spaces, especially when it comes to business. And he specifically says this line that was just powerful, which is that you know the price of everything, but the value of nothing. And I think what happens a lot for um, entrepreneurs is we go to market and we talk about how much it costs to have our services, but because we're not openly sharing knowledge or demonstrating our expertise, they know the price, but they don't know the value. Um, and to Jimmy's point, when you are openly sharing this information and knowing that the real, the real value in working with me, especially if you're in a service space, is, 
it's not just what I know, because yeah, every anybody could do their Googles. You can open up the book and you can get the, this similar information. Maybe not with my delivery or my flair or my thought process on it, but the core of it is going to be the same. But where I differentiate myself from everybody else, where my value is, is in my ability to help get the best out of you, the ability to help um, you know connect you with the right processes, the ability to uh, help foster the necessary accountability and discipline so that you can actualize results uh, in this space. And so, uh, again, the last little challenge I would have before we transition to you know kind of the next tip here uh, for entrepreneurs is don't find yourself in a position where your clients, they know the price of what you offer, but none of the value of what you offer, right? You don't want to be in that situation. They need to know the price of everything and the value of everything. That's where you ultimately want to be at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Gotta love Jay-Z. <laughs> uh, the last thing I will say is don't get it twisted. You're going to provide value. You're going to share information. But that doesn't mean you share all the details. Uh, even uh, even yeah, in you gotta, this, you got to protect some IP. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's the IP, right? But it, it's the tactics behind that. So we're talking about building your network. We've encouraged you to do so. There's strategies and ways to go about doing that. But we're not giving you all of that. Maybe we will on another episode. But that's not what we're doing. We're talking about sharing your knowledge. We talked about all of these different ways and platforms. But we're not literally telling you how to get onto Instagram and create reels and the perfect ways to do that and to go live to share your knowledge, you're going to have to find that someplace else. Or again, uh, that would be the next step if you're willing to invest to get that level of detail. Um, if you don't want to do that, you could always learn something new. And another <laughs> Tip, tip number three, in order to help you grow your solopreneur business quickly is to learn something new. So segueing from the, the second tip we just provided, if you don't know, you want to share your knowledge, but maybe you don't know how to use uh, a social media platform like Instagram to go live uh, and to do reels and things of that nature, well, you're going to have to learn. There's people out there that will teach you that you may have to pay for. There's plenty of people that teach you certain tips for free. And you can just Google it. You can find people on YouTube that are breaking down certain aspects and steps that you can take to start to learn to do it. And then you just got to get out there and practice. Um, but there's so many different ways for you to, to learn a new trick or a new skill that once you apply that is going to, again, help you to grow your business quickly. Um, in, in all transparency, we've talked about this through our journey. When we started the podcast, it wasn't necessarily in with the thought of starting a business. Uh, we quickly got there within a matter of, I don't know, maybe three months or so. Um, but that was a new trick. It was something new, you know, a skill that we learned that we didn't have before. We had certain skill sets that we've combined that made it easier for us and allowed us to, to shorten that learning curve. But the whole process of creating, producing, uh, and deploying a podcast was something that we had to learn. So maybe that's something that you want to learn. Maybe you want to learn how to go onto Clubhouse and to moderate rooms and create rooms and start building uh, conversations to be able to share your knowledge. Uh, again, I talked about Instagram. Maybe you want to go on TikTok or learn about uh, YouTube Shorts, uh, which is another thing that we break down for our clients to be able to learn how to really use those tools to start sharing your knowledge. Um, you don't want to stretch yourself too thin by offering too many things to your clients, but maybe you want to learn something to add 
uh, a different uh, level of service um, and, and maybe take your services to another tier or to be able to offer something else. But when you're learning a new program or learning another important aspect of your industry, again, it's really going to allow you to position yourself that much better and to really help your clients out in a way that the competition cannot. So it's learning new things that are going to be able to help you share your knowledge, build your brand, and learning new ways and ideas to provide additional services to your tribe. Uh, when you do that, again, you just really, truly allow yourself to stand out from the competition. Uh, and that helps to build your brand. It helps you to raise your prices. That's what you're looking to do. It helps you to open up into even more markets. Um, what you'll find, and we've talked about this as well. We talked about it on the last episode and even in the cold brew. You know, as you're having conversations, there's, and you have to make this decision as a solopreneur is, you know, how many services do I want to add? But, you know, we talked about, you know, we can do logos, we can do other things. That's not necessarily what we want to offer. Um, but those are the type of things that you can start to think of. This is my, this is the lane that I'm in, but there's some, some additional services that definitely can be needed by my tribe and the people that I'm working with. But if I learn how to do that, I can now tack that on as well. That's going to add more value to, to what they're doing, to the problems that they have in solving those problems. Uh, and again, help me stand out from the competition. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those situations, man, where you have to be like the consummate, um, habitual, like student mm -hmm. of your craft. Um, I think about all of the folks who were the greats in whatever industry they, that they were in. Um, sports obviously comes to mind. And you think about the amount of time that folks spent just working on learning and perfecting their craft. When Kobe came into the league, when LeBron came into the league, a little example, there was no concept of the Eurostep. The Eurostep did not exist as a, a common move that was used in the league at all in order to get to the cup. Years later, they start you know, seeing the migration of new folks coming from, from Europe and the evolution of the game. And these folks, they didn't stop learning just because they were on the top of their game at that time. He said, man, what the hell is going on over there? Let me learn. Let me learn this. Let me learn how different ways that people are using um, their ability, their size, their speed, their strength to get to the basket. How can I improve my arsenal of tools to be able to diversify how I score? And then they started adding that to their game. And then you see, you know, um, how prevalent like look at. Look at the impact somebody like uh, Steph Curry has had on the trajectory of the game and even how people play, how people coach, what's considered a good shot anymore mm -hmm. by, by a guard, um, you know, how some of the next, the following generation plays. It's because folks didn't stop learning. And it's awesome to see even the greats continue to learn and evolve their game. So what can you learn from that as an entrepreneur or glean from that as an entrepreneur well, you've heard us say it before. Earners are learners at the end of the day. You can't just just because you were able to enter the space, establish your business and start to monetize. It doesn't mean that you stop learning different tools that you can add to your skill set so that you can keep your position um, that you've carved out um, in your specific niche or grow your position in that niche um, as well. Just because I know how to do uh, audio editing today with um, your know, Audacity doesn't mean that I don't need to learn how to also audio edit with other tools like GarageBand or mm -hmm. Pro Tools or 
um, Adobe Edition and what, what's available to me there. Like, learn those things. Take time to learn and to understand because what is true is that the speed of technology, the speed of creativity, the speed of innovation is only accelerating, is only picking up. And the minute you decide to say, I've learned everything that I need to learn about this and I'm done, is the minute that you are committing to dying, right, in that space. You're being stagnant because the other folks around you, they're not. They're figuring out how they can make up for lost time and then accelerate beyond you. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're committed to continuing to learn. Um, and not only that, the, the value is by doing that, what it also does is that just having that commitment to learning naturally forces you to continue to invest and do the work in the first two tips that we provided around building your network uh, and around sharing your knowledge. Because as I'm learning new concepts, as I'm exposing myself to different things that maybe I didn't think about before, now I'm stumbling across other experts in the industry. Now I'm stumbling across a new client base because I've learned about a skill set that didn't exist before, a market that didn't exist before, and now I have a new product offering. And now I can run back and tell others that may be thinking about going through the same transition or don't understand the value of this new innovation. Now I can share my knowledge about how I, I walk that walk to get to this point, to understand what it what it meant to know I'll give an example even with us to know absolutely diddly squat about blockchain, cryptocurrency, and those type of concepts, NFTs, and just doing our diligence, our research, our Google, sharing stuff between mm -hmm. each other, being in different communities, building our network, sharing knowledge with other individuals and exchanging information. Now we feel very confident in our in our ability to articulate the value in those spaces and what it means and even be able to guide folks on the importance of you know, um, you know, getting involved in things like uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Litecoin. What what does that mean for the metaverse? What does it mean for the intersection of metaverse and entrepreneurship? What does it mean for NFTs and entrepreneurship? Mm -hmm. How is there a new market for creatives when it comes to entrepreneurship and the NFTs? And you know, um, being able to confidently break down some of these concepts and make it digestible, simple by sharing this knowledge because we had to learn these things as well. And while it can be intimidating. Because uh, we're not we're not um, denying that there's going to be some form of intimidation. Obviously, as you're stretching outside of your comfort zone, it may be intimidating, but it's not the other I word, which is impossible. Mm -hmm. It's not impossible. So you're going to have to definitely, you know, be open, be receptive to learning, um, to approach it, you know, um, with humility. To approach it with a, a, a like a just a hunger, a ravenous hunger to understand. But boy, once you get fed, once you figure it out, once you know exactly what it tastes like, what that allows you to be able to do. Um, I mean, I, I can I continue to think about examples even with us. Just you know, we we opened this pod celebrating the ten thousand uh, mark. And again, I mentioned this in the cold brew. I mentioned it again for our audience if you haven't listened to that. But go back to episode one and then go back to this episode. This has been a year. It's been a, effectively a year of actually recording, producing. Obviously, you guys know by now, um, if you've been a longtime listener, that you know, we take, you know, take breaks in between seasons mm -hmm. so that we can get back in the lab and strategize and innovate. Those breaks 
that off season is us working on our craft. It's us strategizing, learning something new, picking up a new skill, learning something new, <laughs> yep. picking up a new skill, and then boom, bringing it out in the next season. Like, hey, look what we learned. We added the Euro step to our game. We added the deep three to our game. Um, and you can see that evolution. And you can see what it means for our listeners in terms of the value of product. You can see what it means for us in terms of our confidence and being able to share our knowledge. You can see what it means for us in evolving our network of folks that um, not just follow and support, but also um, come in and contribute. Think about who, you know, who we had as NBA guests um, season one, and then think about some of the NBA guests that we've started to have here recently. Um, again, all accomplished, knowledgeable, smart individuals, but you can see the evolution of how we've niched down, mm-hmm. focused more, and what these individuals are speaking to because we want to make sure that we're bringing back a certain type of news or information to our audience. All of that is only possible because as much as Jimmy and I love to teach, we are learners at heart. Mm-hmm. We are learners at heart, and we are always learning and tweaking and playing and trying to incorporate something new to our game and figuring something the hell out um, because we just have that curiosity. And so uh, please, 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 uh, for our entrepreneurs out there that are listening, please make sure you make that commitment to learning. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be the A student. You don't have to be, you don't have to be the summa cum laude, all of that stuff from when you were in school to be able to really master learning now, because what I can tell you is that a large part of, you know, what drives some of those folks to be able to get some of those accomplished, or maybe you didn't get some of those accomplishments when you were in school. I can raise my hand and be say that, hey, I was one of those people in college. Uh, my college, uh, my first college tra- transcript was far from impressive mm, um, at all. About that. <laughs> right? But what it comes down to is that there, there were subjects that I weren't, I wasn't motivated by. Yeah. There were subjects that I had no passion for. Um, And, yeah, you can make the argument that I needed to have a certain level of discipline to be able to push through that. Um, I I, I would definitely concede that to some extent. But what I can tell you now is I don't have to I don't have to learn something that I don't have a passion about now. Mm -hmm. Everything that I consume is because I'm obsessed with it. And I don't have to worry about my discipline carrying me through because, damn it, I want to figure it out. Like, I'm just naturally curious about it. And that changes the whole perspective um, on learning. So I'm telling you, you can be the the 2.0, 1.0 GPA student in high school and be a genius in your industry because it's something you're passionate about. You're committed to learning. You're sharing your knowledge. You built your network. Right. And then because of that, you've been able to build a viable business uh, and you have a certain level of expertise. So um, I just definitely felt um, the need to share that. Don't sleep on the importance of learning and adding more things to your to your game. No, I appreciate you breaking that down and, and just speaking to our audience about that. What I really love about what you said as well is is tying that back to sharing your knowledge, because you may also think, well, man, how am I going to keep coming up with things to share and to teach other people? You know, one of the kind of old sayings or tricks with teachers, right, is, hey, you only have to be one chapter ahead of the students. So, (laughs) but in all transparency as well, as you're going through and learning new tricks and different things to be able to add more value to your tribe, you can bring them along that journey. And as you're learning, teach them what you're learning. And now that's additional content, right? And you're repurposing that whole process. I'm learning this to add more value to you. 
But part of that value that I'm adding is allowing you to kind of walk with me step by step as I'm learning these new things. Um, you know, we've, we've done that in the past. We're doing that now, uh, even as we're, you know, we're taking our, our gentlemen through the, uh, the alpha test, right? And for our, our alpha test of the from purpose to profits program, um, you know, we're, we're going through the process of building that out and refining the process itself. But we're also teaching them. We're also um, in, in various social media platforms teaching and trying to show others what we're doing, kind of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, to, again, use that those opportunities and those experiences to be able to share our knowledge uh, with our folks out there. So we definitely hope that you know, you've gotten um, the level of value that we're looking to provide in this episode. Um, I definitely want you guys just to, to really think about the fact that a solopreneur is truly in a unique position to offer niche services and really reach their clients in a different way and in a different business sense that maybe an entrepreneur can. When you take the time to grow your network, share what you know, and learn something new, again, you can quickly grow this small business into something that makes truly good income for you. And again, not just a side hustle, but something that you can completely, as Devon said, throw all of your passion and invest all of your time in because that's what you love to do. You love helping people. You love doing these things and you can make money from doing that. Um, how much? That's going to be completely up to you. But the opportunities are endless and the opportunities are there. So we definitely, definitely encourage you to do so. Um, Devon mentioned it, so I definitely want to to plug again the fact that we're talking about, you know, the 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 evolution of the guests that we have been getting onto our show from season one to season two to now season three. Um, that's a process that we had to learn. It's still like you know tweaking that. What's the right way to go about finding the right type of guests and getting them into our system and being able to follow up with them and the processes and procedures that are involved in all of that. Um, we got another guest coming up for you. Our next episode, episode 61, is going to be our third installment of season three of our MBA series, Mentored by Adversity. Um, we have a couple of guests lined up, so I'm not going to tell you who they are just yet because um, we want to make sure that we, we completely uh, solidify and secure that. But the two options that we got, I'm sure you guys, again, are going to find tremendous value from the gentleman that we have lined up. So you're not going to want to miss that uh, to all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the 10,000 downloads. Uh, we ask that you continue to please show some love, comment, like, and share this podcast episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so by going to uncompromisingcoaches.com. Uh, if you would like a consultation, you could sign up for that. Uh, you could also connect with us via email through our website as well. Again, uncompromisingcoaches.com. You're always more than welcome to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course, on our YouTube channel at the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, again, we will continue to share our knowledge with you. We will continue to hopefully connect and you will be a part of our network and hopefully not just our network, but truly be a part of our tribe. Uh, whether you're just here to consume the, the, the free 99 info, hey, that's fantastic. We're, we, we love sharing knowledge. We love teaching. So that is okay. Or if you want to truly get into the fold um, and maybe start with one of our courses or eventually uh, even partner with us on our coaching services so that we can help you 
go from purpose to profits and take you through our program as well. Uh, again, thank you for investing time with us today. Uh, thank you for sharing this, con this content, uh, again, with another entrepreneur that you know will benefit uh, from this. And until next time, y'all, God bless. Stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all. Thank you.